Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one goth. And before, did you just hit your microphone? I did. Billy just hit himself in the face with his iPad. Yes. (laughs) How does that happen? Uh, He goes, like somebody else did it. No, no. (laughs) Like, how dare you hit me myself? I'm myself. How did you just hit, did you hit yourself in the the glasses? glasses? No, I, I, I went to move this up. To, and then it's closer it, it, to your closer eyeballs. To my face. Closer to my eyeballs. You wanted yeah. it to be millimeters from your eyeball. Yeah, Listen, like he's so getting elderly. I'm getting, elderly. Sure. <laughs> getting a little old here. Wow, sorry, Billy. I was yes. gonna say that I just wanted to let all of our listeners know. I know that we talked about uh, a couple episodes ago when Alexis spilled her beer on my computer. I would never I'm do sure that. that everybody is looking for an update <laughs> and I would love to give everybody an update that my computer is ruined. That's right. <laughs> Don't fuck with me, everyone. I'll <laughs> take your electronics and your friends and your pets. My computer, number one, it won't charge. That's the biggest problem. Mm. Computer won't charge, so it's fucked. But then I had Jared try to look at it and fix it and he opened it up oh, and he boy. was like, Ugh. he's like, it fucking reeks of beer like yeah it stinks and it's like that kind of you stale, know the smell stale of when like you used Something's to go to frat ruined. parties yeah like stale bar smell. yeah and then mm-hmm. the next day the beer that's seeping into the old wood floors sure, yes. sure. i was like even if my computer worked i don't want it anymore you wouldn't want to be near it no i don't want it we've all been beer soaked and we're still loved mm-hmm. <laughs> That that computer will find a, a nice home. It won't because it doesn't turn in on in the trash. Anymore. Yeah, in the trash it goes. Sorry, so, you know, it is a casualty of hard work and it is. needing um, a libation yes. while you're working to get through. You know it. what? Worth it. And you handled it like a classy lady. I was like, I am so sorry. Jack was like, it's an accident. Accidents happen. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's because of technology, and none of my shit saved on my computer. All of the stuff is in Dropbox the cloud. and the mm-hmm. cloud. And then my Adobe suite, you just log in and put it on a different Honestly, computer and you're good to go. It is It is a relief like that. Yeah. yeah. It's just expensive. But you know what? Accidents happen. Accidents happen. And um, repercussions happen, which is what that <laughs> Monetary. Was. Yeah. Sure. sure. <laughs> we live and we learn. We live and learn. No drinks on the table anymore. Yes. Nope. New rule. Um, Billy, what day is it today? All right. Today is August 5th and in 1962... Marilyn Monroe was found dead in her home in Los Angeles. Oh, where was her place? Brentwood. Brentwood. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, she allegedly, probably. No, I think Billy maybe told me this. She had an apartment within like two blocks of here mm. that was she was was kept for her to meet 
her mister. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, I believe it was the building on Lottie Place. If you Google, it's just one block from here over west. Um, Lodi Lottie, L-O-D-I is the name of the street. It's my understanding that she had an apartment over there where she would have her secret rendezvous. rendezvous. Mm. Interesting. So the LAPD looked around and quickly said her death was caused by an overdose of sedative drugs. And as we talked about last week with the dark day about Princess Diana, a lot of people think that her death was no accident. No, so no, no, we no. are going to be talking about that Wait, later in True Crime. Before we Rewind. continue, yes. we have to say it was Billy's birthday two days ago. Oh, Billy. Happy birthday. Happy belated. Thank you. August 2nd. So if any of you guys want to send your True Crime festive energy <laughs> over to this birthday guy, now's the time. Yes. What was your birthday wish? To not have any more birthdays, but still keep on living. Oh. All right. Weirdo. <laughs> Way to take like, it. Like, do you not want to have a celebration or like a like a drink or a cheers for your we're, birthday? We're going to uh, talk about this in the stand. Oh. In the stand. It, well, yeah, we're gonna be, I'm going to be standing done. in the stand. Yes. In the stand. So All I just right. did two teasers. Oh, yes. wow. Well, wait for True Crime Rewind and wait for... A true storytelling yes, savant. Exactly. Yes. 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 So I'm regularly myself. Howard Stern. I cannot yes. wait. <laughs> I am on pins and needles. Same. Waiting for what is going to be said, so we might as well get into it. So, we've got some bitching to do. Hard bitching. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not Guilty. All right, welcome to On The Stand. Each week, each of us are bringing a person, place, thing, idea, whatever the hell we want to bring to the stand. We're either prosecuting it or defending it. And then at the end, the other two will vote if it's guilty or not guilty. And then we bring it to all of our firsties on Instagram to vote. Because honestly, sometimes I feel like we get it wrong. Majority rules, frankly. Majority rules. No, I mean, like, I feel like us three, I know there's three of us, so we're kind of... um, we're, we're like leveled oh, out. We're like a democracy here. But some sometimes we get it right. Sometimes we get it wrong. We have a very skewed and very specific view on the world. That yes. sometimes we need to be like hip checked into reality. Yes. And uh, we have a very, we have very focused interests. Yeah. We've all been friends yes. a long time. Like we do sometimes need uh, some perspective. I, so. I, I did I did like that you just used a hockey reference saying that we need to get hip checked into reality. That was great. Hip checked? Did yes, you say you that? See, she did. She said that. She I don't even know, know why. I she said didn't even that. know if she said you, that. No, I you know remember what, saying I, that. Uh, who? Where am I? <laughs> no, I, I know what hip checking is, but hip checking can apply to other things besides sure. hockey. But it's, yeah, it's a co- hockey reference or soccer. Oh, mm. I've never heard it before. So, well, I played on a hardcore soccer team. And yeah, Rita, we were, if you're listening, the Cyclones were hip checking. We left were hip checking right. left and right. <laughs> <sighs> Who wants to go first? <laughs> Billy, you should birthday. I'll birthday go boy. first. Birthday yes. boy. I'm putting birthdays on the stand. Do you know why? Um, Bur- no, no. I'm sorry. Birthday celebrations. Birthday celebrations. Yes. Okay. Obviously, se- your birth is great. Yes. Fine. But birth is great. We're, t- we're too. It's not communal enough. Cool. You're focusing on one person. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure to have fun on your birthday. Yeah, I agree. And it is not. And I know this comes a lot from. We've talked about this a little bit. Me being a, a summer baby mm-hmm. and baby and not having <laughs> a summer boy. And not Ew, having, that's even sick. worse. No, not boy. And not ha- you know, man. And, and then 
Sounds like a cologne. And then having summer man. <laughs> and then like having that. a birthday party, and then having you know three people show up. Have you ever had a birthday like, party? Yes. But then they show, you know, it, I'm talking about, you know, when I was a kid and then you invite so all your friends, but you know, they're all at camp, span, you know, that. they're all at camp. So then it's just like your cousin <laughs> and four other people, you know, and then, you know, you get a couple of, you know, stormtrooper action figures and then that's it. You go wallow in your, I have so many sad <laughs> pictures of me in the summer in particular. I, I, it's just, I don't no. like the summer. I don't no. like my birthday. I don't no. like anything. And I don't think anybody else should have a birthday. Celebrate. All the 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 uh, the communal ones like uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, those aren't birthdays. Uh, 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 so July Fourth, Jesus's birthday. Yes, and Santa Claus's birthday too. First so of all, no, Billy, I want to stop you right there. Your weird like summer poor me thing. I was you, but in December, at least it's warm. Yeah, but with you in December though, it's not like anybody was away. They could still go to your party. Everyone was away for Thanksgiving always. Mm. It's worse because then it's cold and even your cousins don't come over because no one can get Winter there because of the snow. I believe Suck. you told me once about a party that you had that that like hundreds of people went hundreds. to your house. <laughs> but that was my sweet 16 and my dad got a keg. <laughs> hundreds. Wow. Hundreds. Wow. No, okay. I mean, my problem was never people coming to my birthday. Oh. oh. This isn't about me though. It's your no, birthday. No, it's not about me. Exactly. See, Listen, this is what I, happens. I just got a bubble in my throat. Um, I understand. I also hate birthdays. Um, I hate the attention. Mm-hmm. I hate the disappointment because you're always expecting something. Even when you're not expecting it, you're expecting something. And then the birthday is always kind of depressing and sad and like anxious ridden and a letdown. I don't know. This year on your birthday. La- or was it last year? What's well, the year I showed up dressed as a unicorn? That was last year. And I cried for like four hours. I know, but I tried to lighten the mood. <laughs> I showed up with like balloons in a, in a unicorn. Yeah. Well, that was a COVID birthday. Everybody had a bad COVID birthday for the most part. But, um, I, I, I understand that, especially as you get older, you know, there's, it feels weird. How much does there really celebrate your friend group mm-hmm. gets smaller, but I think as, as long as you're doing something and your expectations are low appropriate. and appropriate, then yeah. you're good to go. Let me quote, because this show is such a, a friend of the show Seinfeld. Her? Well, birthdays are merely symbolic of how another year has gone by and how little we've grown. What show is that from? Seinfeld. Oh, I thought you said it was a friend of Seinfeld. <laughs> no. It didn't sound like anyone on Seinfeld. No matter how it. desperate we are. You got to take the si- Who are you doing? I'm Do the doing, tone. I'm doing Jerry. When Jerry on a was bit? Well, no, when Jerry was supposed to be acting serious because George's girlfriend thought he was so funny. We're getting too meta. You don't remember that? Yeah, they're sitting at the table at the restaurant and Elaine mm-hmm. is there. Mm-hmm. I do know. Happy birthday? No such thing. Okay, so Billy hates birthdays. I'm yes. going to say not guilty. <sighs> I go back and forth about this. I love birthdays. I did nothing this year on my COVID birthday and I still had a great time. I had a party the year before that and I had a great time. I or I can go away for the weekend. I I just like being I, alive. It's a gift to keep aging. That is wow, that is very true. You know? Um I have uh realized as I've gotten older, I've definitely been better about doing things on my birthday that I enjoy. That you actually want to do. Rather mm-hmm. than doing things that I feel like I should do. To appease others who is exactly. not their birthday. No. Mm-hmm. So, um birthdays and honestly, 
I fucking love when my birthday is. May 14th, great birthday because great I weather. love summer. Mm-hmm. And it's just the beginning of the best few months of the year. So, like, I'm stoked when it happens, yeah. even if I am getting a year older. And honestly, your 30s are fucking dope. So, yes, I'm thriving. I love 30s. Birthdays, not guilty. Not guilty. Guilty. Okay. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? <laughs> let's, let's hear it from the peeps. Um, I'm going to go next. Now, this is something that... I've had many people ask me to put on the stand before and I'm finally bringing it to the stand. It's something that I love that many hate that many talk shit about, but like, honestly, don't knock it till you try it. Ooh, this is going to get good. Birkenstocks. Oh no. I have like some white ones in my cart that I want for summer. Oh, I love Birkenstocks. So I don't really understand where all the Birkenstock hate came from. It well, came from the Dave Matthews band, I think. No, I think that... I do. Think, is it because it's like a granola hippie kind yes, of thing? Yes, because they're the most comfortable shoe in a practical shoe. And people, yes. I think, just associate them with like non-feminine activities and shit. But I think that's bullshit. I mean, I personally love my Birkenstocks. They're like $90. They last a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Your feet mold to them after a while. They're made out of like amazing leather that just like hugs your feet. It's like Ooh. a nice little warm hug. Oh. And when it gets cold out in the LA winters, you just put on a little sock. I'm going to order some when we get <laughs> done here tonight. Like a sock and stock is my favorite thing in the world. And honestly, they're fashionable. Yeah, that's right. When you, when you make them your own. You tell them. I do. And I, I love them. And I, I, I truly feel my own in them. And I... I hate all the hate that they're getting because I feel like they're fantastic shoes. Not guilty. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to say that, yeah, it's all about, it's like people hating on, you know, the parrot heads and stuff. It's people hating on the the Jimmy Buffett fans. It's people that, like, it seems like when you're wearing them, you're slacking. Creed fans. Creed? Or no, what is it? Nickelback Nickelback fans. Backers. Ooh. Nickelbackers. Oh my God, amazing. So, um, you know, I think it's it it shows that like, oh, you're not really taking, you know, you're not serious, you're not you know, you're 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 basically a beach bum. Is that that's what that's saying? Fuck yeah, I, I am. But it's the same as Birkenstocks. But but I think there's a, a little bit more of a hippie element to it, but yeah. I mean, there's a great there's a great line from uh, somebody throws something at Perry Farrell from Jane's Addiction and he said like and, and and this guy's such an idiot he threw a Birkenstock, you know. It's just like it's one of those things where punk rockers don't like it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like it's like vegans. It's like it's the same sort of like association that people have with that stuff which is ridiculous because Birkenstocks are awesome well it's not even that they're just extremely comfortable so I want some I would just implore I don't think this is the right word to use but I would implore you everyone. all to yeah no I think that's right okay I'm using that correctly you're doing great just Give them a go. It's summertime. You know, if you have like, if you need a, a new sandal, they honestly go with everything. I don't need convincing. Get them. I'm convinced. Birkenstock, sponsor me. Yes. Please. <laughs> the, the woman, the the people's shoe the people. by Jack Vanek. <laughs> um, honestly, and well, I'll, I'll being, bring Crocs to the stand at some point. But like, I don't know. If somebody wants to do a collab with me, I won't say no. Not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Okay. Like I've seen ever ever seen this guy in a sandal. No. Men shouldn't wear sandals for the most part. Except for those are all hairy. But you know how good the Birkenstocks are? Jared keeps being like, 
Should I get Birkenstocks? Oh, I particularly don't. I don't like them because I don't like. I, I need my foot snug with, with something, and then like with the back as it goes up, I'm not into it. You don't like a. F- yeah, I don't like that. No. A flop. No. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, Makes no. me feel alive. Don't like that at all. Uh, not guilty. Okay, yeah. Alexis. All right. So in keeping with Billy's birthday theme, <laughs> um, I'm putting on the stand. What do they call them? Sometimes they call it the Irish goodbye. Sometimes uh, they call it just the fade. Yes. Um, on the subject of birthday parties, you're at a big birthday party. It's your birthday, in fact. And then you're having this engaging conversation with a friend you haven't seen in a long time. And someone taps you on the shoulder and says, I have to go. Bye. And like makes, takes moments from you well, as you're, to tell you they're yeah. leaving mm-hmm. early or whatever, which is not comfortable. You don't want anyone to leave early. Yeah. And then suddenly you're spiraling thinking, is my party not fun? Mm-hmm. Did, how rude. Like, Meanwhile, I'm drunk and I wouldn't have noticed if you would not even come to my party. So definitely don't tell me when you're leaving. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm saying leaving without saying goodbye. Very certain uh, exceptions apply, of course. Like if you haven't even said hello yet, you should probably do yes. that before you leave. Right. So there are, of course, caveats here. But I think generally speaking, we should all be OK with the Irish goodbye or the fade or whatever yes. we call the it. Go- I'm, I'm trying to look up like the PC version of it. it. It's just the ghost. The ghost. The ghost. OK. Yes. I will put a caveat in there. I do love the Irish goodbye. Unless you went with other you came with people. And you ditch and, them. And you ditch them. Or if you just, you know, because we always say that, like, if you go out with four people, you should leave with four people. Uh, safety-wise, this is still you a true crime adjacent podcast. I see podcast. you stumbling around the streets of L.A. all the time. All the time. <laughs> I know. But, Literally. You know, but here's the thing is that I showed up by myself, though. Oh. I know, but it's not safe. I'm not saying it's safe. Although, right now, he's yeah. a man. He's fine. Get a taser. Uh, they are our sponsor. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, tasers are good. And I really do have a pink one. Um, so my thoughts about this, and I don't know if you've already said this cause I was trying to look up like a, the proper term for it, but, um, I love it. Me too. I love just a ghosting mm-hmm. away from a party because nobody deserves a goodbye. And also it's, a, no one wants you to interrupt no. what they're doing. If no. they're socializing, like no one wants to say goodbye to you. No. Nobody, no, everyone's drinking. It's a very narcissistic thing to think that everybody wants your goodbye yes. as you're leaving. Yeah. Like you should just peace the fuck out. Nobody really cares unless honestly it was like somebody's birthday party or like mm-hmm. somebody invited you if to an small, event if and it's, it's very small, small. You should say goodbye to a room. You don't know to go, need to go person not to even, person. Not even a room, but maybe well, the person that invited guys, you to something. Yes. Like no one cares. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. No. It's been fun. Happy birthday to me. Don't say goodbye. Yeah. Literally don't care. Yeah. Mm, guilty. <laughs> Not guilty. <laughs> Irish goodbye, fade, ghost, any other inappropriate name for it that I'm not missing. I don't know, guys. I I don't want to hear any offense. I'm Irish. It's fine. Um, Not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Please do it more. I don't want to say goodbye to you. It's too awkward. Or hello. Don't come. Or hello. (laughs) (laughs) My birthday party's canceled. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, when we come back, it's time for some True Crime Rewind. Everybody loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story. So it's going to take you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. I'm really feeling this because Lex and I both 
are really like into Gatsby stuff right now. So I am loving the vibe of this game. And you're going to step into the role as June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. It's perfect for all of the firsties out there. There's mystery, danger, and romance as you search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris. And you can customize your very own luxuries estate island. Think expansive gardens and beautiful buildings and collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Okay, so listen, we are busy ladies over here on The First Degree, and when I have a moment of free time, I don't want to spend it grocery shopping. I want to spend it rotting on the couch and watching reality TV, and that is why I love Thrive Market. So Thrive Market is a go-to for all of my grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to my doorstop is such a huge time saver. So Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They actually restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. So you can go on their website and use their filters to suit any of your lifestyle needs. If you're allergic to a certain ingredient, if you just don't want to have it in your life, that's why Thrive Market is so awesome. So whether you're looking for organic snacks for your kids or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. I love love this so much because I don't want to read every ingredient when I go to the grocery store. It's so easy to do it online, honestly, when I'm rotting on the couch. So join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash first for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash first. Thrivemarket.com slash first. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, no cooking, or cleanup needed. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Get started today and get after your goals. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. For me, I was really struggling to get enough protein. I always do. But Factor's meals are protein-packed, and they're so good. And it's so easy when I'm slammed busy working in the middle of the day to just have lunch right there, not needing to do anything, except heat it up. Head to factormeals.com slash firstdegree50 and use code DEGREE50 to get 50% off. That's code DEGREE50 at factormeals.com slash firstdegree50 to get 50% off. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Now for another segment of True Crime Rewind. (laughs) Low energy. What? Stop it. I will will pick it up. Stop it. Talking about a death of a woman, a national treasure. Jesus Christ. Okay. So a few decibels up. Now we're talking about. It didn't even work this time. He's like immune to it. We are talking about Marilyn Monroe. Uh, Marilyn Monroe died on this day. I want to read to you what the Los Angeles Times wrote the next day. And this is how they couch this. And I want to get your reactions to it. A couple things that they said. 
This is the lead. This is the first thing that they write. Marilyn Monroe, a troubled beauty who failed to find happiness as Hollywood's brightest star, was discovered dead in her Brentwood home of an apparent overdose of sleeping pills Sunday. So they go straight to like the happy. It's it's such an odd lead for a news story. I mean, they go straight to offend her. Yeah. Yeah. She hasn't even been dead for 24 hours and you're fucking making digs at her. Isn't this when this like culture was born? Just like the crazy headline. It was sort of like. It was probably one of the first, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just this Like pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. So here's another thing that they said. You know, they talk about how an empty bottle uh, that contained five Nebutal capsules, which is for insomnia. Uh, She had just got that prescription two or three days ago from her doctor, by the way. So this is another line here. It was learned that medical authorities believe Miss Monroe had been in a depressed mood recently. She was unkempt and in need of a manicure and pedicure, (gasps) indicating listlessness and a lack of interest in maintaining her usually glamorous appearance, the authorities added. Sorry, um, they're or talking she, about a corpse usually, body. Or she's just between manicures and had to go like the next day. That is fucking insane. Sexist. It's so offensive. So, like, oh, she didn't get her nails done, so she's unkempt. This is what law enforcement said. She's the most beautiful said. woman in the world at this point, too. Yeah, Literally she, the most beautiful woman ma- in the world. She, she needed a manicure and pedicure, and that indicated listlessness and a lack of interest. Wow. In maintaining her usually glamorous appearance. I'm so, so disgusted. We are going to talk about the theories because this story being this is this is how theories get started. Right. People are always going to think that that something if, if somebody big gets is murdered or dies, they're always going to think something's behind it. And we get that. It's a natural reaction. But when you start this crap right in the beginning, yeah. people are going to look at that and go, they were already starting the cover up. So the first theory surrounds a family that is subject to more conspiracy theories than anyone else in American history, which is the Kennedys. Oh, yeah. Now, she apparently was having affairs with both JFK and Bobby Bobby Kennedy. Now, it was said that like JFK kind of gave her to Bobby. She was apparently, according to probably somebody on the Kennedy's side, was getting to be too much for him. So he kind of like... Gave him off to Bobby Kennedy to sort of take care of. But with JFK and Marilyn Monroe, they had a very like sexual relationship, whatever. And then when her and Bobby started having their own affair, because he was already also married, Mm -hmm. theirs was more emotional and more than sex and like all this kind of stuff. So she actually fell more in love with Bobby Kennedy than she did with JFK, which was interesting. Yes. So Bobby Kennedy was actually in L.A. the night before. Which... Was theorized for a while, but I feel like I think it was her housekeeper that said it recently, like admitted it that he was actually there. Yes, and they had a fight the night she died. Yes, how convenient. Yes, mm. and I also think it was Bobby who had the apartment for her over here. Oh, not JFK. Mm-hmm. It might have been, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and and Bobby was always th- as far as idealists go, people loved Bobby way more than than JFK. You know, so. Um, there was also this idea of a diary that th- – here's where it starts to get off the rails a little bit – that was given to Marilyn by President Kennedy that had international secrets, including a detailed plan to kill Fidel Castro. And this was like – the it was called like the red bu- – the little red book or Why something like that. Why would he like give that. that to her? Yeah. Well, I don't know if he gave it to her. I think it was her diary that she was documenting. It, she was – Oh, he would She like was just writing t- a diary, but she was also like, okay, well, I'm getting all these fucking government secrets. I'm going to put those in there for blackmail because – both JFK and Bobby were treating her like fucking garbage, right? Like they're just treating her like mm-hmm. a piece of meat. And she 
was like, okay, well, I'm going to gather all of this shit on you to expose you one day. Mm. And it's all in my little red book. Ooh, I need a, I need one of those. <laughs> <laughs> the little X book. Maybe. <laughs> coming, yes, coming to the merch secrets. store soon. The little X book. Yeah, you do. Mm. Um, so now the Sydney, Sydney Morning Herald um, talks about that there was an FBI document that was partially redacted that came out in the 2000s that talked about Bobby Kennedy being complicit in a plot to induce her suicide. Right. Basically got her to a point where everybody was involved, including the doctor, to give her pills So because he knew eventually she would take a bunch of them and then take her own life. Yeah. It's like putting a loaded gun in someone's house. If, if you know, we'll never know all the circumstances or char- characteristics of her life at that time, but... Some people can be very persuasive. Well, it's not even that. She was depressed like her entire life. She She had had anxiety. She was like, yeah, she had a lot of mental health issues and she was addicted to drugs and she was drinking a lot. So it was like she was very susceptible for something like that happening. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. Uh, Part of the document said Marilyn expected to have her stomach pumped out and get sympathy for her suicide attempt. Yeah. So that came out. And there also was another one that the CIA did it. Yeah. Well, basically, so at the time of her death, the FBI, the Kennedys, the, and the mob, and maybe the CIA, I, I might be wrong, they were all wiretapping her house. They're all wiretapping her house. They're all wiretapping her phone calls. So basically, everybody's fucking watching her. And everybody at that time pretty much had motive to, she, she had shit on fucking everybody. And everybody was either using her, could have been using her as a pawn mm-hmm. to get back at somebody else or somebody, everybody had a reason to not want her around. I wish we knew more. What an interesting time. Yeah. No, they said that the CIA would want her dead to get Kennedy back for the Bay of Pigs invasion. Exactly. Which really kind of doesn't make sense. Does the but... CIA get people back? Don't they just take people out? <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, we'll show him. No, yeah, revenge. We'll show him yeah. by not hurting him. You know, like saving his marriage. Like, I, I don't know. I don't really see that so as it was, a motive for the CIA. It wasn't. So it wasn't the CIA, but it was the FBI. So J. Edgar, J. Edgar Hoover was the head of the FBI at the time. And so he had all this shit on Marilyn. Marilyn wow. I cannot speak right now. A couple, couple of drinks. A couple of drinks to do that. Um, and he thought that exposing her for everything that she knew and had on everybody else would advance his career. So everybody was literally just looking out for themselves and using her as a pawn yes. in their own shit to get back at other people or to literally try to get rid of her yeah. in the Kennedys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Place. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why they were saying that the mafia did it too. They said that uh, Jimmy Hoffa and Sam Giancana killed her to get the Kennedy family out of the mafia's hair. Yeah. I mean, she was just connected to everybody. When she was dating Frank Sinatra, it's like he's connected to fucking ev- every powerful, scary person mm-hmm. out there. So it was wow. like... What a position to be in. Sure. Yes. So whatever you... Oh, there was also one other thing that I think you dug up that she was going to expose aliens. Yeah. And it was funny because when I was looking this up, um, it was in... Do you remember a couple of weeks ago, I was talk. we were talking about aliens because we were talking about Tom DeLonge. And there was this documentary that I watched with like all of these like really like government officials and it was called Unacknowledged. So in this documentary, allegedly, and I hadn't watched it in a while, but this is where it came from. It said that Marilyn Monroe was murdered by the CIA because she knew the truth about Roswell and she planned to reveal it all. 
I hope that's Which, the truth. Honestly, again, I don't know if I've said this in the podcast, but she had planned to have a press conference the Monday after she got murdered to basically expose. Or died. Or <laughs> allegedly, maybe, probably. After the, yeah, after Murder. the weekend that she got murdered because she <laughs> planned to expose all of the stuff that was allegedly in her little red book. Yes. So whether that is UFO roswell information or you know all of the other shit I, that she could have fucking had on people yeah and this one guy said that during pillow talk kennedy was trying to impress her by saying like i uh i have a piece of a debris from a ufo oh my god how great is that i've heard worse like <laughs> like bullshit guys are like so hey can i have your number i have my fucking uh james dean's aston martin like yeah okay <laughs> Give me a fucking break, guys. Well, I mean, this kind of also goes back to, I mean, this is sort of a similar situation as the princess die conversation that we had last week, but like people cover shit up and lie and lie and cheat and honestly, I mean, she had like a hold of a lot of these very uh, powerful men and men are fucking idiots. Idiots. And will do anything to impress a, a woman. Yeah. Probably tell them some top Lies. secret information. That's mm-hmm. right. No, not even that. They pro- Like, she probably knew so much shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She probably knew shit. Also, they're drinking, like, martinis at Musso and Frank's up the street. Like, you know, they're all shit-faced wandering around. There was no tabloids or ways for things to get out. Like, no internet for emails to be forwarded. Like... It was sort of like, hey, I'll tell you this. Fucking try to prove it. And if also, you repeat it. And, and I can fucking silence you in a second. Yes. And there's no internet to try to dig it up. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the scary shit. I can pay the coroner to say one thing, and that's, it stops there. Yep. Well, and that did happen. And also, after her death, when all of the wiretapping that was going on, when they finally went into a, her apartment, or I'm, I'm not sure exactly where she died, her house or whatever, all the wiretaps are gone. So it's like it was so easy to remove shit back in the day. Yeah. Well, whatever you believe, we lost an icon. She was 36 years old. Wow. Oh, my God. 36. Still hot. She had it. She still had it. Same age as Princess Diana. Oh, really? And, of course, the two are linked forever because of the Elton John song, Candle in the Wind. Because you remember when that came out, that's the song that they were playing. And that's the song that he reworked the lyrics of that song to match Princess Di. Oh. And they did a video for it and everything. And why is Marilyn Monroe connected to that song? Because that song's about Marilyn Monroe. Huh, Goodbye, Norma Jean. Yeah. yeah, I got that. Thank you. Yeah. I knew that. Wow. Well, that was a good little dive. I, I, and now I want to do a deeper dive because the shit is so fucking not interesting. Not mad at it. I'm yes. pretty intrigued. Yeah. But you know what we're also not going to be mad about? You being bad people. You being mm, the naughty, worst naughty, naughty. people in the world. That's what's coming In next. the world. <laughs> in the world. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today you are a horrible person what's the worst thing you've ever done 
Hi, worsties. So before we dive into the worst thing you've ever done segment, I want to remind you to call us and divulge your sins at 323-539-3516. We can't hear your name when you say it. You could always not say it. Make one up. Call yourself Marilyn Monroe or Billy Jensen or Jack Vanek, whatever you want. Mm. Uh, Your anonymity is safe with us unless you want us to say your name, which has happened. Anyways, we're going to dive right into the worsty firsty thing. Worsty firsty. Um, my mom actually is the one who got me hooked on y'all's show. So the worst thing I've ever done is confessing this to a show that could be public. She's going to kill me, especially when she finds this out. I'm pretty sure she does it now. Anyways, um, I was in high school, and my first boyfriend and I were dating. My cousin had set me up with him was her boyfriend's best friend and they lived about an hour away from us we would go see each other on the weekend um and one night we were going to my cousin's house and we're going to spend the night they had a pool house at their house so her parents were cool with letting the boys stay in the pool house the girls in the main house and honestly they were super strict so they would you know check in on us throughout the night make us go to bed at a decent hour but we could like go to the pool the next day all hang out make a weekend of it it was really fun. Well, my boyfriend and I decided we needed to make a pit stop on the way there, pulled over on the side of the road, did what we had to do. <sighs> and then my dumbass, and my mom's also going to kill me for saying that on this freaking voicemail. Oh, my God, I'm going to be dead. Um, she's my best friend. I'm just kidding. Economy of words. Use an economy of words. I can't. <sighs> I drove my car into a ditch after this. We did the deed. I drove my car straight, nosedived into a ditch, back end up in the air. So we had to call my cousin because we were freaking out. We didn't have AAA. Um, we were like, what did we do? Because her dad was in construction. So the only reasonable answer is tell her dad we wrecked the car and he needs to come pull my car out. Well, we're like in the middle of nowhere, pulled over on the side of the road. It's very clear what we were doing. Did I mention he was best friends with my dad? So, I guess he just never told my dad because that boy is alive to this day and I didn't get grounded for the rest of my life. Probably should have, though, because that guy was a moron and I shouldn't have been dating him anyways. Um, I love y'all so much. And, yeah, thanks for listening to my story. Bye. Girl, you are so lucky you graced him with your presence because you are so funny. Dude, I I just love that we can feel the range of emotions that she felt while she was telling us this story. Or the first one, she's like, abort. Yes. Nope, not she's doing like, it. She's like, I can't yep. do it. Yep. And she's like, oh my God, my mom's going to kill me. I can't help myself. My mom's going to kill me. She's listening to this. Oh my God, I can't help. I have to tell this story. Like, your story... It's good. What, but it wasn't that bad. Like, you didn't do anything that bad. You're just trying to bone a dude and you ran into a ditch, you know, like a typical Tuesday. Yeah. Typical Tuesday. But you know what? Your storytelling really does make it. You're you're just so cute with your accent. You're so cute. But you know what? This isn't the worst. I do think I, I want to know more about the, the uh, sort of intricacies of this driving into the ditch and at what phase of said scenario you were in. Uh, like with your foot on the pedal, were you in drive? Like, how did you end up in the ditch? Were you mid act? Yeah. Like, were you post act and left it in neutral? Like, I want to yes. know the engineering, mm. the mechanical aspects of the ditch fall. Yes. So you want a reconstruction of the crime? Yeah. I just want to know more, frankly. Mm. 
I feel like we well, could do I, a reconstruction. And I, w- I will say this. We yeah, will need... put Billy's car neutral and push sure. it off of a ditch. Fantastic. We need we need more moms pushing the first degree on their daughters. I, I think know. We should do that right now. And daughters mm. pushing the first degree on their moms. That's right. I think that's that's one of the big takeaways from that. Can't even get my mom to listen to my anything. So <laughs> I mean, you know, this is my job. You know, May Vanek's listening to every episode. <laughs> Hi, May. Hi, May. She said that our Rodney Al- Alcala episode was her favorite. It was great. Yes. No, it was a good one. It Anyways, good. Um, no, I love this story mostly because I could feel uh, your anxiety, caller. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, I think you're fantastic. Happy almost 30th. I know. Um, and do something worse. You, that was just teenage living. I know. Like, we've all done something like that. Yes. And let us Maybe know. Maybe not Billy in high school, but let, me and Jack did. Let us know if your mom actually did know. And she just never tells you. you yeah, this is it. actually, I mean, it's the same thing when I'm like, yeah, I, I totally stole all that vodka from the, my from the cabinet no and filled idea. it up with water. Yeah. And my parents are like, that was completely full of water and yeah. obvious yeah we like knew we're adults we we made a martini and it was water yeah <laughs> i made 15 martinis and i was sober yeah we yeah, know we know <laughs> we're good uh on to the next on to the next well you're you guys are so good <laughs> i love this okay well it's time for our departing words mm. from the mouth of george costanza <laughs> Um, I don't know what I was doing here. I was scraping the bottom of the barrel for inspiration. (laughs) Okay. This one is called George. No, this one is. Yeah. George is a friend of me. George is a friend of me. (laughs) George as a friend of me or George is a friend of me? Is as. Okay. Whatever. Your interpretation is the truth. Okay. Jerry is the funny one. Jerry has the hair. I'm the short and pudgy one. It really isn't fair. (laughs) Jerry gets the ladies, Jerry gets the laughs, and Jerry's tall. He's a fucking giraffe. <laughs> Jerry sleeps in the lane. Jerry has all the fame. I'm penniless, loveless, and I'm totally lame. Jerry has my back and he tells no lies. He's a fantastic friend who I somehow despise. <laughs> I'm jealous, I'm soulless, and insecure. Everyone knows Jerry and I remain obscure. <laughs> what is the solution to this conundrum I'm in? Pull a buffalo bell, kill him, and wear his skin. Oh my wow, god, <laughs> that was incredible! It was yes, that guys. Got really dark. At the end. Yes. I was not expecting that. I saw, at all. I saw uh, Silence of the Lambs at Hollywood Forever mm-hmm. this weekend. So I wow, think it I was love like, that inspo. Did you guys like it? I, mean, I wrote it, it hours ago, dude. <laughs> I mean, you know, you do your best work at like the eleventh hour That's when right. you're exhausted. I feel the pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. Buff- skin wearing for everyone. Yes, skin wearing for all. Bye. Bye.